Hello and welcome to episode 37 of our sweet podcast here. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, God, how many have I been doing? Four or five now, right? Three? I mean, if you count the Project Top Tens, like... Then it's five? Five, I think, yeah. All right, so... So, yeah, you're, we're going strong yeah. here. Yes. I actually, I really enjoyed doing this, so I'm glad that we are... Yeah, I, to do it. I the two weeks works perfectly. Because, yeah, it does. Like, it feels like forever since we actually recorded one of these podcasts. But then it also gives us time to actually play anything yes. in two weeks, which I still almost <laughs> didn't manage to do <laughs> properly. Well, uh, well, we had a busy week. We had a friend come true. into town. So. Yeah, and the week before, I wasn't home, so I was at my mom's, so I only brought Dragon Quest with me to her house. Right. So that's what I did there when I was there. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Yes. Um... So, yeah, we'll start with the news, I guess. Uh, there was the new Pokemon that was announced. Yeah, Meltan. Which, I mean, it was kind of like a cool announcement the way they did it. With... I, how did they do it? I, I don't even know. I saw it get leaked beforehand. It was with the Ditto, where people kept catching it. and It was like in uh, Pokemon Go. Like, yeah. And then any you'd see it, and you're like, what is this? And then anytime you'd catch it, it would then turn into Ditto. So it kind of just turned into this whole thing of like, what is this thing? And, and then eventually it was kind of like announced that, hey, it's Meltan. But yes, it was leaked beforehand. Yeah, but... because the same dude who like leaks all that stuff, he somehow knows how to like look at the traffic that the game is like where it's going to grab data from. Right. And he like so he like knew that the last generation was happening before it happened and all this other stuff. So yeah, he just really took the wind out of that announcement. <laughs> and so I saw it and I immediately was like, what the fuck is this? It, yes. the po- it's literally just like a nut. Like a not like a nut that you eat, like a like a screwed right. nut. Yeah. A nut and bolt. But yeah, yeah. with like Ditto, yeah, it's very odd. And like I, so I also saw a bunch of people saying that like oh, people think this is just a nut, but like this hints more that the new generation of Pokemon will be in Spain, and then they like linked all these images of like this architecture and stuff in Spain and like how they think that this will happen. I don't know if that's just people reaching or if that is like a good. I I didn't look that much more into it. I but. mean, I'm trying to think. Pokemon X and Y was France. Yeah. Uh, what black and white was New York or like United States? I think that was supposed to be the case, but I guess I don't remember really. Because and then the most recent one was obviously like the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like Spain could be one. No, I mean, I mean and I think that would be cool. I yeah. just like I personally would not relate that Pokemon to Spain. No, I wouldn't. So relate I that to... I would have to look more into that to see what they're even talking about yeah it's interesting yeah i mean it was just a weird pokemon that i can't say that i'm particularly excited about but no and like i like i don't like it but i don't like i'm not gonna go out there like spewing hatred about the thing (laughs) but i've seen that a lot like people going back and being like yeah man remember litwick Mm -hmm. it's like i love litwick leave litwick alone okay (laughs) i like i like the gen 5 pokemon people get like really butthurt about it and i did back then i mean trubbish is a bag of trash right i mean sure but grimer is you know just is not very good either. No, Grimer was not good then, neither was Muck. Like, there's a lot of, like, yes. Pokemon designs that I'm not a fan of, but somebody out there probably is okay. I, I, I like the animals. That's uh, that's what I I mean. also do, but I mean, like, Litwick is just a ghost candle, right. and then, like, Chandelure is really cool, Lampent in the middle of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, even, like, Vinilux is just, like, a harmless thing. Like, right. it's not like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just it's a fucking ice cream cone. Right. So, I, I don't know. 
I think that a lot of the Pokemon designs are okay. I rarely get like angry at them though. Except for Sharpedo. You get angry at Sharpedo. <laughs> I yeah, I think he's fine, but it, that's a it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole another conversation that we don't need to have right now. No. So all right, and so then there was that Harry Potter RPG rumor Yes, that definitely might not be a rumor because there was that gameplay footage that looked like way too good. Like, it was it was an MMO. Now you, so you saw this video. I, I very loosely saw it. Okay. So, like, I watched, like, a section, like, small sections of it. Um, How long was it, then? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. it was I was, like, half awake when oh. I was watching it. Um but yeah, it's like an MMO. Right. And like it actually seemed cool. And like I saw a lot of people afterwards saying that they thought it would be really cool. So it just like, it always has been weird to me that there has never been more Harry Potter like video game stuff. Like they did it for the movies for a lot of them. Yes. And like those games were not great. Like they were like typical movie cash in games. There were some interesting ones. Like there was a. That, Game Boy Advance one that was a turn-based RPG that was okay. Right. There and then I think the Quidditch ones people really. Oh, I liked. love that. I have that now. And then the Lego ones are always like they're they're a certain yeah. level. Of, but like you're right, this is something that like basically like Shadow of War, mm-hmm. but in the the Harry Potter franchise, like this is something I personally have wanted for a long time. Well, but like also there. I, there are so many like Harry Potter super fans, like especially right. people that are our age, yes. like between 25 and 30, like those mm-hmm. people grew up reading those books and like love the franchise to death. Yes. So like, I feel like they missed like all kinds of video game opportunities with this franchise. And like, if this ends up being a thing still, like if someone leaked this because they really wanted people to know that like, mm. Hey man, we're working on this really cool thing that we can't talk about. Right. But like, these kinds of fakes also happen a lot now. I don't know. Like, where they look pretty good, so I don't really know. I mean, I did see a lot of places that it, it does seem like it's going to happen, like reputable sources. So it does seem like it's, I think there's a really good chance. And, and I mean, this will just print money. I mean, yeah, but also then the downside to me is that it is an MMO. And like, is it an MMO? I am pretty sure it is an MMO, yeah. Okay. And so, like, that sucks because it'll yes. probably have a monthly price tag because they can do that because it's a Harry Potter game. But also, I feel it, it's just hard. No MMOs compete with WoW, really. Like, Final Fantasy fourteen exists at the same time. Right. But, like, it's not anywhere, like, in the same echelon of money-making. Well, I mean, what what MMOs do like Warner Brothers have right now? I none, I don't think. Because they had like that Lord of the Rings online stuff. For oh, a while. that's gone. I think that's that's all gone. gone. That, I'm wondering if this is kind of then their next step. Because I think that Lord of the Rings did okay for them. Probably, but like I also feel like companies now, other than Square, have realized that like maybe the MMO market isn't where they should be. Right. So, it's just really weird. I mean, I would prefer it if it was just, like, a an RPG, single-player RPG. Like, that would definitely be... Yeah, where you, like, make your own wizard and then go yes. out and do stuff. But, yeah, it's, it very much seems like it's an MMO. I mean, maybe it's not, mm-hmm. but it sure seems that way. Okay, I didn't see the trailer. I just kind of read about it, and it nobody really talked about it being an MMO, yeah. so... 
I yeah, Harry Potter's weird. It is because I, I never got into it as much as like a lot of my other friends did. Like they would reread the series over and over, and like I like the books. I mm-hmm. think they're good books, but like not to that extent, man. Like right. I would not die for Harry Potter. <laughs> did you watch the movies at all or not? Really? I watched all of them except for six and the last one, the second part of part seven. You didn't even really? Yeah just didn't care i just i never i didn't think the movies were that great especially after five was my favorite book and that movie did really absolutely nothing for me which one is five uh order of the phoenix okay it was like the first one i think with a different director it was like really cut very Mm. strange um but yeah i mean i don't think they're bad or anything i just don't like them very much but even my friends who do like harry potter books a lot love those movies too so I feel like very like tepid compared <laughs> to like the average fan that I know personally. Right. But yeah, people really like those movies, man. I do. I do yeah. very much. I, um, it's not. I. Ju- I just don't like. I don't feel like a particularly strong connection to the films because I had read the books and right. all that other stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, they don't. Daniel Radcliffe, man. But yeah, I mean, what I what you just said is what I would want out of the game is just you know. You create your own character, and then you can just kind of wander around Hogwarts. And yeah, I'm just kind of curious of how you could turn that into anything. I guess it could be like Persona, where you're going to classes and leveling. That up. That would be sick. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. I mean, that's what like I think the only Harry Potter game that I personally played, other than trying to play that RPG one on Game Boy Advance for a little bit, was. Mm the original for pc and that was like you would go to class to like learn a spell right and then i don't know it was like weird platforming around hogwarts because it's always shifting and moving so they could get away with whatever um it was fine right for when it came out in like uh, 2000 something yeah i'm just kind of wondering what the point of the game would be that would be kind of the hard part because like you'd obviously need enemies and villains and things if you're making an rpg yeah i mean you could fight random centaurs and trolls and shit i I don't know i guess but yeah the way mmos work is you go out into a wide open field and there's a fuckload of enemies and you're like let's do that that wouldn't really conduce (laughs) no so i don't know it's very strange I, I hope it is real, though, because yes. I would like to see how it pans out and yeah. if people actually like it or not. I, I would, I'm at this point, I'm just curious, you know, to see how what would happen with it. So Yeah. All right. And so this last piece of news here is like the most depressing thing that I personally think has happened in related to video games in a very long time. Yeah. I mean, like outside of like the shooting that happened at that Madden thing. Like, obviously, yeah. that's awful, but like for a studio to shut down the way that they shut telltale down is out of control like i can't even comprehend what happened still yeah i mean like i don't understand because it seemed like they were doing okay so like that is what every statement i saw said was that like from the outside it seemed like all of these games were doing very well but they actually weren't mm. <laughs> like they were not um they weren't really becoming super profitable or profitable at all in some cases right which is weird because of the properties that they were signing contracts for like game of thrones batman uh guardians guardians of the galaxy like 
all these things that are oh, the walking dead obviously right. all of these things that are very popular at like they're at their peak almost right mm-hmm. like game of thrones they put that out like when it was in the swing of things with the tv shows really going i would have thought that would have done really well and like batman's always popular i right. would have thought that did really well i mean like granted they did have a string of like pretty bad games leading up to the original season of the walking dead like they right. had jurassic park which was fucking rough uh yes. uh, back to the future I was, gonna say was back also to the not future. that great it's really weird because they had like an arc when i remember playing telltale games for the first time they were point and click adventure games like they got big bringing back sam and max right and so like those first two seasons did very well then they put out a Wallace and Gromit season, which I liked. I played the first couple episodes. It was pretty good. Um, and then they put out a Homestar Runner series, which was amazing. And I personally loved Homestar back then. So, like, I played those. And they mm-hmm. were good for what they were. But those were more, like, point-and-click adventure-type games. Right. And then they transitioned to, the like, you move around and walk. Jurassic Park is the first one I remember, but there must have been one before it. Um and yeah, then their engine just like, you could feel it stagnating. Yes, which I I had pretty much played every single one after The Walking Dead, and I just kind of enjoyed the games. And I mean, like they were pretty much all the same game, but just a different story. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, it, you could just every game you could see. It, it's kind of getting worse functionally, mechanically, because they were just adding things to the engine, and the engine just could not handle So, except it. for one exception. I think that Tales from the Borderlands oh, yes. was like, it felt better to play, mm-hmm. it looked better, and there was more going on, and I felt like I was like, man, I can see where this is headed. Like, if they keep... Like, if they make a new engine, right. like, these games could be sick. And as far as I knew, that's what they were trying to do now, yes. was to, like, actually, like, sit back and rebuild their engine. But it then, like, the stuff that came out of this, like, that might not even be the case. Because what were they trying to make a deal with MGM Studios for some movie thing? Uh, they were doing something with Netflix, I know. That was the Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah. So then Netflix said they're trying to shop around for that right. still. So that will probably still come out. But no, they... It was MGM Studios. They were trying I, to make which the only thing I can think of is like, is that do they make James Bond? Does MGM put out James Bond? Maybe I don't really know a lot about. I, I don't James know, Bond. but it just seems really weird because it yeah. was that deal fell through, and it seems like that's what caused this. Which like also, how they were fucking making a Minecraft game, dude? Yes, Minecraft story mode like that had to be selling. It had to be. Yeah, I don't know. They're making a Netflix TV show for that. Like, the, I, it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, because, I mean, The Guardians was not great. And I definitely encountered some bugs. One was, like, a game-breaking bug where if you make a certain decision, about 20 minutes later, the game breaks. Oh, cool. So then I had to restart that entire episode. That was... That, I mean, like, those kind of ga- these games had, like, these issues. Oh, they that, did, yeah. Games. Like, they also, most of them had, like, save bugs where, like, yes. you wouldn't be able to carry over your progress or would carry it over wrong. And, like, that happened for, like, a bunch of games in succession. So it was, like, yes. definitely an issue with the engine. 
it just it's so weird though because like I feel like I liked these games and even though they were like being bogged down like it felt like they were still good, you know what I mean? Yes, did you never played the Batman game, did I you? I did not. I still want to. Both two seasons came out, right? The second season, yes. It started last year and it finished up this year. I even got Ben to play the first season of it and he oh, really yeah. liked it cuz I know Ben's a big Batman yeah. guy. I think he even played season 2 where like it's been I usually like to wait a little bit, like let them get their kinks out. All like let all the episodes get out and let them get all the kinks out and then I like to buy it all at once, and now I kind of feel bad because it's like oh I waited too long but I mean I'll definitely still pick it up because I'm sure you can still buy it on the store. And so for me, what I think really started bringing the Telltale games down, in my opinion, is that they weren't the only people doing that style of game anymore. Right. Like Life is Strange came out, and to me, like it was like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just felt better in general. Not necessarily, like, in terms of plot or acting or anything, but, like, the game itself part felt like worlds ahead of where the Telltale games were. Absolutely. And it was the exact same type of thing. Like, exactly. Yes. So, maybe that started to eat into that as well. Like, I can't really say. I I think the other issue is you just have people who are less informed than than, like, you and I, and they're like, oh, Batman, I like Batman, and then they buy it, and they're like, what is this well, shit? Well, yeah, this is, like, not even <laughs> really a video game exactly. in most people's eyes. It's like a, a I walking would, simulator, I guess, is what a lot of people call them. But I'd be curious to see, like, how many refunds they have to give out. Either oh, I would Steam guess that it's, like, or, pretty high. Yeah. I would think so. Because I just feel like that's that's a common complaint I see online for, for like, all Telltale games. It's just, like... This isn't a Batman game. I, <laughs> this is a movie. Yeah, and which we're, is fine. I I like watching movies. And I do. Yeah, same. So like I, for me, like sometimes it's nice to just sit back and just have a little. You, it's like watching a movie, but you have a little impact in the story. So like I, I kind of I just like it yeah. as just something relaxing after playing you know some harder action games. And so I also wonder if. Maybe if they had dropped the episodic model after a certain point. Because, like, when they started doing that, it was, like, interesting and, Mm -hmm. like, new. But then they kept doing it. And I feel like a lot of people, like me included, would wait to play the games until all of the episodes were out. And, like, that's not good for them financially. Right. uh, In most cases. But regardless of any, any of it... The way that they let that whole studio go is, like, it's inexcusable in any context. Well, they didn't let the whole studio go. Except for 25 people, which there was another article today that I didn't even read that they let most of the other people go. Yes, a lady tweeted and she was like, oh, yeah, another set of layoffs happened. Which, like, that can't be a big set of layoffs because there was fucking, they said there was 25 people left out of over 100 people at the studio. Right. They pulled them into a meeting in the morning and then said, hey, guess what? We're closing. You have 30 minutes. Get your shit and get out. No severance, no warning, and, like, that's bad enough, right? Like, that is absurd. But then, like, the other stories that were coming out of it, like, they hired someone a week before who moved across the entire country Mm -hmm. to go there. Like, they uprooted their entire life. These people probably, like, had 
I don't know, like, people could have just had a kid. They could have just bought a mm-hmm. house. They don't even have health insurance anymore. Like, it's actually insane. Yeah. And there's there's no way. Like, that doesn't just, like, sneak up on you. Like, oh, man. It just all of a sudden we have to let the whole studio go. Like, there has to be some kind of writing on the wall that says, like, we are not doing as well as we should be. Let's scale back, mm-hmm. like, over the course of years. Like, there's no way that this just one day happens and they're like, oh, fuck, guess we have to close the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that beforehand. I, I think, like, the other issue is they... Because they were really hyping up the final season of The Walking Dead. I think they were basically relying on big sale numbers for that. And I just, I liked that first season, and then I just, I didn't like season two. I did not play the second season. I fell off, like, I bought it. I did not play it. But season three, by all accounts, what I had seen, the reviews of the first episode were, like, really positive. Right. Did the second episode come out? Because they fired all those people, and then that Tuesday was supposed to be when it came out. I don't know if it did. I think... They might have pulled... A lot of stores pulled it. I It went up, but then it was pulled. I think it was pulled primarily because then people would could buy it and then not get the third episode. Yeah. And then also, I'm sure... I'm sure it had mechanical issues because they always do. When oh, they definitely. But then, like, what else is shitty is they put out that other statement saying, like, oh, well, we're trying to shop around to mm-hmm. help the fans out, you know? Like, we want to get the rest of the season made with no mention of, like, all of these people that they just unceremoniously let go. Like, I get it. People might like The Walking Dead, but, like, dude, this is on a level that is, like, insane. It's a complicated issue because in one sense, like, yes, obviously take care of your employees. But in another sense, you have these paying customers that paid for three or whatever, four or five episodes or whatever. Yeah. And they only got one. Like, I, I get them wanting to finish it up because, like, people paid for it. But, like, on it's the other a, hand, someone has to pay for those other episodes uh, yes, to be made, which yes. can't be them. No. So, I, yeah. It is, like... It is lu- it's crazy. Like, it's ludicrous. It's a massive bummer. And what I kind of hope is a lot of like the ex Telltale, you know, people, they kind of go off and maybe start their own little independent projects and stuff. And maybe we see more games like this, but just kind of maybe scaled back a little bit, maybe not licensed. Well, that's that's what I actually always wanted mm-hmm. from Telltale was like for them to at someday break away from all of these licensed things and make their own stuff. Like they made the one game they made Puzzle Agent. Yes. I love that game, man. <laughs> Both of those games rule and it was just like very clear that like they have talented writing teams that can make their own universe and make a compelling game. And that one was like a mix between an adventure game and just like solving wacky puzzles. Right. And like it it's very good. Like you can probably pick those up for like fucking two bucks a piece on Steam. Like right. they they're very good, both of them, and they don't take that long if you're interested in that. Um but like that was the kind of thing that I always hoped that they would do. And there were like rumors that they were working on something like that a couple years ago, and then it just never came to right. fruition or something. Which it's not uncommon. It, it hasn't been the last probably five years to hear, like, see some adventure game is getting released and it's from ex Telltale employees. Yeah. So, so, I mean, like, they always had the talent, and I, the stories were always, you know, what made those games. So, I mean, I think those people will find jobs. I, yeah, but like, 
it's just such a bummer because it like is. big studios keep getting shut down at a rate that is like makes you wonder like if the video game industry is like sustainable in the long run i mean like i think so i i mean like you're gonna have you've always had these studios shutting down type of thing but not like not like what has happened not. recently like fucking capcom just closed capcom vancouver man yes. which i mean those games weren't doing well they could have been yeah uh, like i that's what i think is crazy is like I don't know. I mean, Capcom. It Capcom financially, I think, is doing okay because Monster Hunter sold. You would think that, <laughs> except for when they posted the amount of money they would lose for closing Capcom Vancouver. That's crazy. Yeah. So like, I they had to have a project like pretty far into development for that to be the loss they were taking. Right. I just. And, like, I think Capcom has been doing a lot better, but, like, that kind of thing is also crazy. Like, their Monster Hunter hit it huge on a level that they didn't even come close to estimating. Mega Man 11, Mega Man's coming Mm. back, all right? Fucking, they're actually making a sequel to Devil May Cry 4. Yes. And, like, somehow they still can't support this studio that they had. Like, something is wrong there. Yep, I don't don't know. (laughs) As I said, maybe they're just, like... You guys are not pulling your weight. I, I, I don't I know. I guess. I mean, like, Dead Rising became a pretty popular franchise. And, like, yeah, sure, the last one, I didn't even know it came out until I saw someone be like, yeah, man, I've been playing Dead Rising 4. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah, they'd always release those games in December, which is just not a, I don't think, a great time to release them. No, but it just, like, them closing a studio that large with the amount right. of, like, positive and well-selling things that they have been doing... It's strange. It's very strange, and, like, I I don't know why they would do that. They also, I think, were the studio that made the Puzzle Fighter mobile game that got shut down. Right. So maybe that's part of it as well. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of, like, really tragic stories like this, but in most cases, they are getting some type of severance or notice. This is crazy, and I hope that all these people, like, do find other jobs or, like, yeah. Right. Because fuck yeah <laughs> especially because that shit's in san francisco yes the, and that's like the most expensive place in the country to live which i have to imagine couldn't have helped telltale with their finances nope, nope. a lot i mean a lot of game studios are there though i so. well i get that but still i mean i just it, it just seems like a strange place because it is going to be so expensive to live there well they also had been a lot smaller studio for the past like i think even like five or six years ago and then they like staffed up to do all of these other things like it seemed like every other day telltale was announcing some new property or franchise and like every time i would think aren't they making like six other things right now like how can they sustain that? I guess I guess the answer is they couldn't. I think I think that was their issue. Instead of just focusing on one game, making it you know, doing it well, getting it to sell, they they focused on doing too much. And they they were not only their develop the developers, but they were also like the publishers. So they were up for the marketing, and you never really I don't think they were marketed that well. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I only know because that's we follow this stuff. Well, exactly. So like, I have no idea 
Like, I know that they would sell disc copies of the whole seasons later, like GameStop and stuff. So, like, maybe that's how a lot of people end up coming across this stuff. Yeah. Which then, again, goes against their entire business model of selling them in episodes. Right. Uh, As I said, I think they just grew too big, too fast, and they didn't really focus on growing the right way. That would be my guess. Yeah, I... It's just, it's one of the, like, most depressing things that I have, like, read or seen unfold. It's still unfolding now. It is. And that's crazy. Like, I... I would... I'm genuinely curious how many people are left. And just the atmosphere of being in those office must be awful. Uh, Definitely. But, like, also, they're just... I think the only thing that they're doing right now is it's a Netflix show, right? Is that what they are working on, the Minecraft thing? Is that what they're still working on? Because I know it is because of a Netflix contractual obligation. So I, I guess I didn't know if like Netflix helped sponsor the Minecraft story mode games, but I think it is a TV show. So I, how the fuck do you work on that with like five people? I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. And you'd think <laughs> you'd think if they're working with Netflix, Netflix has got some money. Well, yeah, but they're not gonna like fucking keep an entire studio full of people afloat no, to make no. their thing. Like they just. But I mean, you need more than five to work. Well, well, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many people got laid off in the second round of layoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming at least half. I have no idea. Oh, boy. All right. Well. That's. Uh, moving on to more positive things what yes. did we play <laughs> yes um this is more just like a generic question rather than me wanting to talk about god of war okay i just kind of wanted to ask you like at what point do you know just like you're done with a game that you just like you're just like this is not for me okay to answer your question when i was playing god of war one mm-hmm. and i fought the first boss and i was like I think I have been satisfied, <laughs> but then I kept playing it until like almost near the halfway point, and then I gave up. And so my friend Cody had let me borrow that, and he was like, "But wait, God of War Two is way better. Try this out." And I got about halfway through that also, and was like, "No." <laughs> so I just I one I don't like the yeah i just don't like those games and i so i also have a very hard time of putting games down right But like i did that with octopath this year and it was just i got to the point where i was literally falling asleep while i was playing it so i was like i can't even play it i just will fall asleep and little (laughs) dragon's cafe i saw that there was no light at the end of the tunnel and i had to stop (laughs) so that's usually i just get to a point where i'm just like i would rather be doing anything else than playing this like when it feels like a shitty chore i would say Okay, because, like, for this, like, I don't want to sit here and say, like, because I'm playing God of War 3, the remaster, and it's not bad, it just feels okay. And yeah. that's And I've played, like, maybe two hours of it, and that's kind of how I feel. And I, it just kind of <laughs> hits a point where it's like, I th- I'd rather be playing something that I'm enjoying rather than just being like, I want to finish this game to finish this game. Yeah. And that's just kind of where I am with the game. It's just feel nothing towards it so i used to have that problem where i would try to finish any game because i was like well i paid for this or i got this somehow i should at least try to beat it to see where it is but now that i am older i just i hit a point where i'm just like man fuck it Mm -hmm. i don't have as much free time as i used to so wasting my time doing this thing that i'm not really enjoying is not it's not worth it anymore do you 
bounce off do you, like a couple hours or usually do... now if i know i'm gonna bounce straight off a game mm. uh, it'll be like an hour or two in <laughs> and i'll just be like nope we're right. good Whereas I used to, if I was going to bounce off, I would play like halfway through and then just be like, we can't continue. <laughs> I, but I've played through many a terrible mm. piece of shit. So like it goes both ways. Right. Mighty number nine, man. Yeah. There, sometimes, I mean, like you play a game that you're like, this is not a good game, but it's fun for some reason. Yeah. Where God of War, like, I don't know. There's just the new one that came out this year was amazing. Yeah. And we'll definitely talk about that later in the year. <laughs> but I don't know the remaster. It's such a different game, like those that original trilogy, and it's just not for me. Yeah, I never liked those, so right. I can't really say like, "Oh man, stick with it." Because right. I, <laughs> I, I didn't even try three. Like I knew that I would not. Well, you you basically had the same exact experience I'm having. Yeah, where you're just like, I'm good. Yeah, and I just gave them back to Cody and mm-hmm. was like, "Here, have this." <laughs> The original God of War had some cool secrets. Like, I remember him doing all the stuff where, like, you work to get that 1-800 number. Oh, yeah. And then you call it, and then David Jaffe says whatever the fuck on the phone. That was really cool to witness him do that in, like, Mm -hmm. real time and stuff. But I just, yeah, I never got into any of that. Yeah, I mean, there are cool things about that. And it's just, it is also weird because it's a different voice actor. Oh, yeah. for, For Kratos. It would be, huh? So, like, I'm used to, like, the new guy, and it's like, this guy's not, it's it's not right. It's not the same. <laughs> Which I'm, I assume people who really liked the trilogy and played the original trilogy, they probably had the same experience where they're like, this feels wrong because it's just the wrong voice actor. I guess. And then God of War 4, that was also a thing, right? Or is that the new one? The new one is technically God of War 4. 3 was a PS3 game? Yes. Okay, then there was Ascension. Ascension, I I know there were some, like, Vita or PSP games. Well, Ascension was the PS3 game, but it was multiplayer, online multiplayer. Oh, okay. For some reason. Hey. Yeah, I just, yeah. the hyper-violence of that, like, was never, like, my kind of hyper-violence. Like, I could never really get behind it. And it's not like he was, like, the deepest fucking character on the planet or anything. <laughs> so it was just like, I'm angry. Kill them. And I was like, mm, no. Yeah, Vengeance stories, they have to hook me in. Yeah, and a lot of times do. they don't. Yeah, it really depends, man. And this one, just nothing about it. Well, I think at three, it's like, are you still angry about it? Like, you already, like, did a lot to get revenge here, but then he kept going. He go- keeps going until everyone is dead. <laughs> yeah, which, like, hey, man, I get that it was rough for you, but maybe yeah. i don't know that's kind of why i wanted to play it because i knew like he just kills everybody and i just kind of wanted to see it and experience it but it's not worth it to me no so you're probably gonna stop i'm done <laughs> okay cool yeah well look forward to no more god of war yes. on this podcast. <laughs> well as i said we'll talk about the, the the one that came out this year later this year well yeah i that's so different right it's like not even yeah, not even in the same like tier in my opinion but yeah that's that's probably like one of the that's gonna be heralded as one of the best games of this generation i think probably yeah it did, it did a lot yes that i found to be very interesting uh, uh the next one i put down is a uh, dragon quest is what 
which is what you've been yeah, playing. Yeah, so I still, it's all I play, man. It's it consuming my life. I'm at like 70 hours now. I beat it. Extreme, extreme air quotes. I beat it. I saw the credits. I beat the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Then it keeps going, man. And I, I firmly believe that there should not have been credits. Because I think that the post-credits part... One is insane that they do it because I feel like most developers would be afraid to do what they do because of the way some players probably react in that situation. And two, it's like a better, more fleshed out plot than the rest of the game. So it's just really weird. Like you beat it and like it has like two lines of text mm -hmm. and then it says to be continued or like to to continue. And then you go back in and you load in and they're like celebrating about like oh man we beat the final dude and then you like talk to a couple people and you start this whole other quest because they don't want to just like sit around and like celebrate they're like well we're already a team we might as well like keep going out and doing good and stuff and then you do more way more just so much to do so then why credits that's the same because the whole thing that they had they had set up it was over. But then if you think about it, there are still like some loose plot threads that were like not entirely cleared up and things like that. But if they had ended that game there, it would have been okay. Well, I'm just wondering like if that's what they wanted to do and then go off again. I mean, that could have been like the mid boss, like you building it up. Yes, but they're... They so there's like two points in this like the halfway point of the regular part and then this part where like it changes pretty drastically mm -hmm. and so I think it's supposed to be like a three act play right but they, then yeah right like why did the credits happen right maybe to like be like hey because I feel like some people would play and they'd be like oh I played this for fifty hours. I'm good and like never boot it up again. Mm -hmm. So it just seems really weird that they would do it that way. It feels like I'm fucking playing near again. Right. Where like now we got to get the real true ultra <laughs> mega ending. Except like personally, I love Dragon Quest and I knew there was more afterwards. And like right. if I see that there's more, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, we're back in there. But yeah, I'm like level almost level 60. What's the cap? 99. So I, I need to level up to 99 because I think I'm going to try to get the platinum. Which will take forever, because I'll just have to grind enemies at a certain point. But I also think that the true final boss is, like, mad hard. Mm -hmm. So, I'm gonna keep going. There's many more side quests, and I have to get, like, the best weapons and stuff. And it's weird, because, like, now I'm, as you can see, this really great list here. I keep running into things that I can't beat, and then I just write down, like, oh, I have to go back to this place. Because there are, like events in literally every town in the game mm -hmm. that like they don't mark with like a quest marker or anything it's just like some rando tells you like oh you remember this guy he's mm -hmm. over here go do that and uh then i just go do that and it's like right. really weird like you're, there's so much more content so it's like the most jam-packed jrpg i've played in a really long time wow whereas persona is long because of the structure of it like it goes right. by days like this at the end of the game it's just like all right dude go literally anywhere and you go anywhere and something crazy or like some quest happens and you're like the fuck am i gonna keep track of all of this like i can't that's why i had to start writing shit down right and it's still good like i still enjoy the combat i think that some people might get burnt out so like 
if anyone actually did play it and they got to the credits and they were like, oh, that's cool. I mean, you could end it there. And then you wouldn't know what the fuck happens afterwards because, oh boy. But You could look it up online. Yeah. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. I will probably have to talk about it during Game of the Year. Oh, that's... I mean, for that's... The, the plot thing. But we'll see how it goes. Because there's even... There's a character that, like, I can't talk about when Jumbo is there because it will spoil the entire game for him. So it's, like, really strange being like, yeah, man, this character that I've had for 50 hours... I can't talk about it. It's just, it's just so weird. Right. And, like, then people get to the halfway point. Like, I know a couple other people who are playing it, and they're like, what? Like, wh- how, did they, how did they not reveal this in any of the marketing material? It's not on the cover of the game. It's not in any of the loading screens. Like, they were good at keeping a fucking secret, man. I, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. But you got to play, what, 25 hours to get there? 30? Mm, I played, yeah, 30 to get there. I mean, you could do it if you didn't do all the side quests and stuff. You could do it much faster. Right. Yeah, probably at least like 20-ish. Very strange. Well, I like Dragon Quest still. Mm-hmm. That was the main thing that I was playing, really. Yeah, yeah. it's something I, I'm thinking I might go pick that up tomorrow. Yeah. Just because playing um, Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. it really kind of started like this itch of me wanting to play <laughs> an RPG. Yeah. Uh, but because of the way we played it, I didn't really get to... To satisfy that itch quite. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like I, I've been wanting to really play one, and I've been kind of going back and forth between uh, Octopath and Dragon Quest. But I know you really like Dragon Quest a lot more. Yeah, I don't think you should play Octopath. So, I, I, so I'm probably going to pick up uh, Dragon Quest tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot more colorful than, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Some of the language in Octopath is weird too. If you want right. to read like fucking ye old English, can you do that? Yeah, it's just I I know that's more of like a systems game and I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out which one I'd want to play more. Yeah, yeah. But I figure like you really like Dragon Quest, so I'd give that one a try. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. And so then you have been did you beat Shadow of the Tomb Raider? I did. I you beat You did. I, All right. Yes. And Oh boy. I don't even know where to start with this because it just <laughs> It just gets weird and just... So, like, we talked about last week and how there was that dagger which created the Mayan Apocalypse. Uh Uh-huh. Or the Aztec Apocalypse. I don't know. One of, like, the Mesoamerican Apocalypses. And then she's got to find, like, the box to put the, the, the dagger in to stop it. Okay. So then the entire game is all about just, like, finding that box. And so she ends up going to this mine, or this, yes, uh, a mine village. Or maybe it's an Incan, I don't know. It's it, The story's not very well written, and it's hard <laughs> to kind of keep track of everything. So it's basically like this village, kind of like Machu Picchu, where it's just kind of segregated, and they still live like they did. 500 years ago okay it's not like modern day culture and so like there it's this whole little village and and then you find out that the person who leads trinity is originally from this village so trinity if you remember is the the everyone's favorite character from the matrix yes it's the evil organization in tomb raider that laura laura I guess it's Lara. Lara Croft's father was working with, and then 
Trinity killed her father, and that's why she's all like anti Trinity. <laughs> but oh boy, oh, oh it it goes much worse uh-huh. than that, baby. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I'm gonna spoil this game because I know you don't care, and I know our audience doesn't care. Well, I guess they might. So if you don't want to hear about Tomb Raider spoilers, I guess just skip just ahead. Skip ahead. I would say like two minutes. Okay. So <laughs> the last part. This is so there were these like Mayan zombie things. I think they were called like ye shells or something like this. Okay. I don't know what they were called. <laughs> The entire game, you're, like, fighting them when you go into these tombs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then all of a sudden, at the end of the game, you team up with them, and you're leading an army of these things, these zombies, to fight the main villain of Trinity, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yes. Okay, uh-huh. So then, so then you're just, like, leading this army of, like, Mayan zombies... And then the game just ends. Alright, Tomb Raider. You're raiding the tombs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. See, I, I heard the game as bananas. Like, I don't even know why I'd call it bananas. I'd just call it stupid. Just okay. blatantly stupid. Now, but when you actually play the game, it's fun. I mean, the the shooting I don't think is great. I, Uncharted is much better with the shooting. But uh, the bow and arrow... Very good. You're a big fan of bows and arrows. I am a big fan. And then also the puzzles, as we discussed before. Yeah, you said you really like the puzzles and stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, So there are nine different tombs, separate tombs that you can just kind of do. If you want to do it, you can do it. If you don't, you don't. I highly recommend doing it, though, because that's where you get abilities for the skill tree. Okay. That you get pretty much, they're the nine best abilities in the game. So, doing all of those, you just unlock the abilities. There are also, uh, there there are these, like, dungeons, and then there's also tombs, which tombs are just smaller, and they're not quite puzzles, they're more just kind of like, I guess more, I guess you could call it like an exploration puzzle, that takes like five minutes to just kind of go through, kind of like, I guess, with Zelda, with the, whatever, the shrines, where the actual, like, dungeon dungeons... Those probably took me like a, a half hour to accomplish each one. So they were pretty lengthy. And I, I did enjoy all of those. So okay. I, I do think the puzzles are very well done. Uh, the stealth is actually kind of fun to mess around with. Because it is also good stealth where like if you get caught you can just kind of like just basically whip out your shotgun or whatever. Okay. And start shooting people. That's my kind of stealth. Yes. So playing the game is fun, but boy, oh boy, that story just like. So yeah. what I think is really funny is like you and Scott have been playing this. Yes. And like both of you are just like, man, this game is like really average. <laughs> <laughs> and that like you like some aspects of it and other parts just like not at all. <laughs> and it's just really weird. I Because I feel like before most people like really liked the first two, like a lot. Yes. And this one, it seems like not many people do. And it was, like, reviewing worse as well. It was. So I find it to be, like, really interesting to see this happen. And it's just, I think it's just changing studios. This is what happens when you change studios. I guess, but, like, you have... 
they have the engine like they have the assets from the previous ones it's not like they're like rebuilding it from scratch or mm-hmm. anything so it's weird it is and it's also weird that like i feel like in some ways the game looks better and then in other ways it looks worse because hmm. i think it looks like the cutscenes look amazing but then when you're actually playing the game i think it looks downgraded from uh was it rise of the tomb raider not yeah sure. so it could be this one it seems like they focused a lot on the pc optimization because right. they were like shooting for it to show well with the 2050 or whatever mm-hmm. so maybe they didn't optimize the console versions as well as they had in the past or something but yeah I don't who know. knows if that's actually the case or not i mean like i'm not a graphic snob at all like mm. as long as it looks decent yeah, I, yeah. I i'm okay with it mm-hmm. so all right but yeah that's it's just a weird game and that that ending i was just like what is happening here <laughs> this is not the way i would take this this when you play the first one and then i don't know that's just, <laughs> no that's not how you should end a end a franchise i don't know i think they're gonna make another one who are we kidding here there will be another tomb raider uh, well, this is supposed to be the original trilogy, so I don't know what they're going to do. Because I think they're going to have to do something new. They also, the lady who is portrayed, Lara, said that she does not want to do it now. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, I liked her. That's too bad. Yeah. I, there was some statement she put out where she said she thinks she's done with the franchise or something. So we'll see how that mm. pans out. I'm, I can only guarantee there will be another one. I, I hope so, but I hope they also definitely shake things up and do something new they, i mean maybe they had to get rid of their trilogy first right although from the sounds of it it doesn't sound like someone wrote the whole trilogy and then was like yeah this is it <laughs> yeah. sounds like they kind of just like made it up as they went along so uh, yeah who knows i just i you have to ask scott what he finishes the game okay. he what might he never finish it he's been playing a lot of fortnite well if you ever tell him he needs to see the ending because <laughs> okay. it's just it's over the top stupid great so the only other game that i really played and i put way too much time into it was nintendo's new hot mobile release oh dragalia lost which i personally play grand blue fantasy i really like grand blue because it is like the only gacha game that I have ever played where you can pay a lot of money, which I can't because I don't live in Japan. So that's a sweet bonus. Uh, but you can like grind forever and get good eventually. Like there there are ways for people who don't pay to get good. Like Scott is at that level, right? But you have to grind a lot. So like there is a path to it. And I like that a lot. Dragalia Lost does not seem like that on that same level at least not right now um and while it is basically the same concept as grand blue like you it's like almost every system is identical except for it's an action game instead of a turn-based rpg so take that as you will it is very much a gotcha game you do pulls and you get characters or dragons because your characters turn into dragons. It doesn't control great to me personally. I don't like action games on phone. I was going to say, how does an action game on a phone work? So you basically just like tap somewhere in the screen and then you hold in a direct, you swipe in a direction and then hold it and they'll move in that direction. To make the character attack, you have a party of four, you control one or you can switch to the other ones. But you just tap the screen and they do a combo, basically. 
Um, there actually is like slightly more to it. Like I can tell it's going to get a lot more complex in the harder levels. Like right now, the first raid event is going on. So it's four teams take on a huge boss and people who are over twice my level get wiped before I do because it's like, I don't know if you've played a raid in like any MMO or anything like the attacks are telegraphed usually like there will be like a red circle on the ground where it's like, Hey, fucking don't be here. People just don't give a shit. They just stand in it, and some of them kill you instantly. So, like, you have to, like, dodge to get out of it, which I do. And then it's, like, me, the weakest person left to fight the thing on my own. <laughs> so that's, like, really suck shit. And there's not really a great way, other than if I, like, went on the Reddit to be like, hey, I'm not incompetent. Do you guys want to party up? Here's my 800-digit friend code or something. So it's, like, kind of annoying. And the only other person I know playing it is Jumbo, and he's neither one of us is probably interested in really, like teaming up with just the two of us and then being with randos anyways Mm -hmm. so you might as well just search but it seems fine and it's in the early life i like playing mobile games at the beginning because you can be strong at the beginning and then if you actually like it you never fall behind because you've been playing the whole time almost certainly i'll give this up in like a month because it will be to the point where some fucking broken ass character came out and I didn't get it and then I will suck for the rest of all time. Or I just like the events you have to grind so much to get all of the stuff and I just don't want to spend most of my time playing a mobile game. Right. Um I, I it would hold me more. Like I really like reading the story of Grand Blue and I know most people skip straight through it just to get to the other stuff. The story in Grand Blue I think is actually pretty good. Um, and they use a lot of famous Japanese voice actors, like all of the characters I love from One Piece and things like that. Like all those voice actors are in there and each story for each individual character is like pretty compelling. I cannot say the same with Dragalia, man. It is like the most fucking boilerplate garbage ass anime story you can think of. Like you are the son of this royal family. Your dad gets possessed. You gotta fight your dad. And then you've got to make pacts with dragons. No one has a really good personality. And then even, like, it's like Granblue where you get the characters and then you can read their stories as you level them up. And even those are just, like, fucking whatever. And you don't even really get a good sense of who the characters are. And, like, so I love 8.4 as a localization studio. And they did this. And I think, like, the translation is good. I think it's the source material that mm-hmm. is not good. Like, it, there's only so much you can polish a turd. Right. So... I might start skipping the story in this, but it, the gameplay is fine as of right now. I enjoy it mm-hmm. enough, so we'll see. I'll keep playing it and tell you if it starts to suck shit or something, but I don't know. It's a mobile game. Right. Now, do you just sit at home and play that, or do you? when do you find time to play these Usually I sit at home. So I start... It came out when I was house-sitting for my mom. Okay. So... I would just have to sit upstairs with the dogs while they ate, so I started playing it then. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and then I ended up playing it a bunch. So the mobile games, usually they have stamina, mm-hmm. but in the beginning you level up so quickly that you refill your stamina constantly, so like I still have never run out of stamina. Okay. So normally there's a stopping point where it's like, right. oh, I literally can't play anymore, too bad, but I have yet to hit that point. I probably will very soon, um, and then I look forward to running out of stamina. And then usually if I do start a mobile game, once I run out of stamina, I'm done with the game. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I just don't want to keep going back to it. I just, like, I just want to play something. And so that's why I just never even start mobile games because 
I'd rather just play an actual what I yeah. what I call an actual video game, like a console game. That there are no limitations. I can play until I want to stop, not until the game makes me stop. And that's usually how I feel. Um, but I don't mm. know something about mobile games. Some of them I enjoy right. playing. I was hoping that this would have a story on par with Grand Blue, but it fucking doesn't. So we'll see how it pans out. Right. It's the exact same thing, just action. So Psy Games knows what they're doing. They know who they're making their games for, mm-hmm. and they did it here with Nintendo. So. Do you think Nintendo is maybe the reasons for some of the decisions, or do you think they just wanted to do something a little different? I I think that they just... I doubt Nintendo had any actual like say in what happened here. I bet they were just like, hey man, I know you guys make money hand over fist with Grand Blue. What if you just made this basically the same thing? And then they did that. Do you think any of these characters will make an appearance in any... Nintendo products? I do not. What about Smash? <laughs> Definitely not. I think that this game will be largely separate from the Nintendo okay. thing. I think they just have their name on it so that they can make the money off it. Mm-hmm. It just very much it doesn't even really seem like a Nintendo property. Like, right. I, I think they got a taste of what the sweet gotcha money was like with Fire Emblem Heroes. Because they make a shitload of money off that. And they were like, what if we had two? And now they have two. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Right. Yeah. And so, did you play another? I've been playing Forza a little bit. Okay. Uh, I've only played this about an hour just because, as we said, like, busy week. We had a friend come in town and then we did that podcast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then hockey season yeah. started Wednesday. So then I watched that the last couple nights so i've only played about an hour of forza so far this is forza horizon 4 the one that just came out on tuesday i mean this is a game that pretty much within the first 10 minutes i knew this was a good game it just yeah i like i played a little bit of two and Mm -hmm. i liked it so i i I think you would really enjoy uh horizon because it is just kind of like it's just an open world and there are just so many things you can do there are 26 events, different types of events, I should say. So, like, I haven't unlocked everything. I've barely scratched the surface. But there's, like, a one where you're stuntman. And I think there's, like, ten different events with the stuntmen. Uh, there's dirt racing. There's street racing. And then you're unlocking cars. And there's just there's just tons and tons of content. I'm guessing days and days i would guess probably like 50 hours plus of content in this game Mm -hmm. the one thing that threw me off is i'm playing it and all of a sudden they just start calling me matt whoa i guess like they linked my microsoft account and they were just like hey this guy's name is matt at first i was like is the main character's name matt yeah because out of just nowhere, they just start calling you Matt. And then <laughs> l- later on, like, they let you choose, like, what they what you want to be called. And the default was Matt. And I was like, okay. So I guess I guess it must have pulled it from my Microsoft account or something. That's pretty wild. Yes. Uh, the one thing, I, a lot of times anymore as I'm getting older, anytime there's licensed music in video games, I just don't like the licensed oh, I music. I love it. Usually. I, so, but the nice thing about Microsoft is 
the the Xbox One is I can hook it up to my OneDrive, which is basically like the cloud. Mm-hmm. So I can just play my own music while playing the Xbox. So like, I just have the radio muted and I can just play my own music. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I usually it depends on the game, but usually mm. I feel like the curated licensed music I'm like a big fan of. Depends what it is, but right. Maybe I'm just thinking of GTA, where it's always based on a specific time period. Well, GTA, and then there's also, like, tons of variety. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there are, I think, I mean, there are, like, multiple rock stations oftentimes in GTA. Uh, literally all the music in Burnout, I'm a big fan. Right. Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Top-notch stuff. But any more, like, the hockey games and everything, like, more than half of it is rap, which I'm just not into rap at all. Okay. So... Just as I'm getting older, as I said. So, but I mean, that's just such a minor minor thing that you can just completely not deal with at all. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a perfect game that I can sit back and listen to podcasts or listen to music or do whatever I want. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the last thing that I did was I played Mega Man Eleven for like 15 minutes before you got here, just yes. so that I could say something about Mega Man Eleven. It's Mega Man. I, I don't know. Like I have never been a big fan of like the traditional Mega Man games like I mainly got in at Mega Man X and I liked the style of those a little bit more I think and I Mega Man Battle Network and just like other games that were not Mega Man ass Mega Man and it's cool that they're making this again for people who want it I don't know that I am who wants it yeah um I'm just kind of curious how big is Mega Man today he would have been bigger if they didn't stop making Mega Man games for like 10 years. Yes, because they made, what, up to 8? They made up to 8, and then they made 10 and 11 in like the mid to late 2000s. No, this is 11, isn't it? Oh, this is 11. They, they made, made 9, 9 and 10. 10. Yeah, yeah. 9 and 10, and that was both on the last gen. Yes. And... Which I think 9 did very well for them, because everyone was like... Oh, this is kind of like the nine old. and ten did, and it was more like the old style. Like right. seven and eight were very much on the SNES, and they were like a completely different art style. Nine and ten went back to like it looked like an NES game. Right. This does not look like that. Like it looks very good in my opinion. Like it's pretty well. I I don't know. I think it's a good art direction and all the character designs I like so far. The voice acting is not great, but it never has ever been. I mean, like especially in Mega Man X, it was. I mean, everybody knows Zero's famous line, "What am I fighting for?" And that's not. It's not that bad. But like, it's a platformer and Mega Man, like, who's playing it for the story? You gotta beat the eight robot masters because <laughs> Dr. Wily is mad at Dr. Light, Matt. It's a very it's a very plot-heavy story. Yeah. I don't know. But I the same kind of Mega Man bullshit that I absolutely can't stand where, like, you jump onto some fucking moving platform, a thing stuns you, and then you fall into a pit and die. That happened to me, like, 12 times. And then the checkpoints are... The checkpoints are pretty far back, so you'll make it, like, right before the boss, and then you'll get decimated and be like, man, can't wait to start this fucking stage from scratch after you lose your three lives. Yeah, I w- I didn't talk about this, and I meant to talk about it when when I was playing uh, Quantum Break. Boy, that had some bad checkpoints. Like, the final boss, it would set you back to before a cutscene, 
So, like, every time you fought the final boss, you had to sit through, like, a three-minute cutscene. So, Dragon Quest actually does this really well, where, like, you watch the cutscene and you fight something and then you die. And if you have to watch it again, if you reload from the autosave, it will then pop up a a skip prompt. Because it knows. You could skip it, but then you had to sit through... Instead of a three-minute cutscene, like a two-minute load, load screen. Yeah, Dragon Quest, it just skips right into the fight at that point. So it's that doesn't that wouldn't bother me, but it's like, yeah. oh, awesome. This is job well done, guys. Job well done. But yeah, going back to Mega Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's fine. Right. I will try to play it more, but I don't know that I will beat it or whatever. I ordered it on accident. <laughs> I did, like, when I got charged on my card, I went on an amazon pre-ordering spree when they said they were not offering the discount anymore and so i guess i hit mega man 11 in my frenzy and then it showed up and i was like oh <laughs> yep i paid five dollars more for this than i should have because i should have gotten it digitally if i was gonna get it so would you have gotten it digitally uh probably not i don't think i would have gotten it um but I mean, it's cool. I like right. Mega Man. It's cool to have a physical copy of it. So I'll I'll keep trying it. But I would rather play Dragon Quest at this point. And then when I beat that, I'll probably play Yakuza Kiwami too. So right, because you still haven't gotten to that. <laughs> yeah. So and now we have to play Mario Party. We, you get to play Mario. Party. Yeah. I <laughs> listen, man. So yeah, Mario Party showed up today. I have not opened the shrink wrap yet, but it is here. Um better than the other one so next time we'll be able to talk about mario party i'm i'm wondering if you're gonna even play it much because we're gonna have so many people and i feel like you're gonna be like oh i'll sit out i will also yeah. i will be able to play because jimbo doesn't get out of work until like eight something okay so if we start at like seven then yeah we can i can play mario party also there well i say this now there's a single player challenge mode maybe i'll play <laughs> I don't know. I mainly get Mario Party because it is fun to play with friends. Yeah. So, like, I'll be able to play with you guys this weekend. Uh, like, when I when I go on vacation, there will be a bunch of people there who I can play with. Um, I will be able to play. We'll be able to play it at Extra Life, and that'll be dumb and fun. And, and, like, it's just fun to play with a bunch of people. But I feel like if you're playing Mario Party by yourself, it's, like, the saddest thing on the planet. Yes, which is the way you used to play Mario Party. I know. Party. So. And I think that's why you hate Mario Party. It could be. Well, I don't know if you hate it. You're just like... I'm not a big fan. You don't think fondly about it. No, I do not. But also, I feel like the last bunch of Mario Party games have been, like, middling to awful. And so this seems to be, like, getting back to form of what it, like, used to be. Mm -hmm. So I I hope that the mini-games are fun. I think... There are, like, four stages, I guess. Nine and ten had decent mini-games, but you never played them. No. And, now, and, and also there like were none. Like there were like yeah. thirty. And right. It's crazy. I think the problem is eight they messed up so much where like the games just took too long and I don't exactly know why. I think it was just like re- for like just a lot of little reasons. And then everyone complained, it's too long, you need to fix this. So then they overcorrected and then they just broke the game. Yeah. So we'll have more to say about Mario Party uh after on the on the next podcast yes um and so yeah now we'll transition into talking about stuff that got announced at tgs i don't know how long we'll spend on this but i think some cool stuff was announced personally. Uh, yes i i think tgs is probably more for you oh definitely they really 
cater to you. They your... really cater to my sensibilities. Yes. Was there anything that you saw that like you thought was really cool? Uh, Devil May Cry. You thought Devil May Cry looked cool? I mean, you get to... There's like a bike that you use as a weapon. Yeah. No, I mean, I think Devil May Cry 5 is going to be dope, but you never played the other no. one, so like, it's weird. I, well, I can play the remake. You can. I don't know that you should. Because it is on Xbox Game Pass, but you don't think I should. So, I, I think that Devil May Cry 1, 2, and 3... Two is awful. Right. One is, like, pretty good. I bet that it's very hard to go back to now in a modern context. Three is probably still the best one. Um, and, like, that one I think is an all-time classic. But I don't know. It's just a, it, because, like, they're not that long. And they're more about, like, just, like, very elaborate combat scenarios. Mm -hmm. I also I don't know how you would feel about them in general. I mean, I would say if you try one, just try one to see what it's like. Right. Because um, this, uh, watching the trailers for Five Man, yeah. it is fucking that game. <laughs> like, it is exactly the same. Like, so the the TGS trailer, they showed Dante's gameplay for the first time. Because right. before, they only showed Nero, who... I am a freak of nature in this scenario. I like Nero the best out of all the playable characters. Fucking everybody hated Nero. What about V? Oh, V looks fucking wild, man. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that's... But, uh... No, Nero had his, like, fucking crazy demon grabby mm -hmm. hand. So it was basically, like, Devil May Cry easy mode. Right. Where everybody else is like, but I like to style on him. Because you get, like, a style rating at the end. And fucking... Yeah, you gotta keep him up juggling with his guns and shit. And it's like, that's fine. But mm -hmm. Nero's got the easy grabby hand. And it was just more fun for me, personally. If that's kind of it. Like, I don't think I'm going to worry about the styling and getting, like, perfect score. But it just looks like a fun combat system. It is a fun combat system. And that's and why I say, like, I think I will like it just because I like just dumb fun sometimes. So, it depends if it is hard like the other ones or not. Like, there is... There, there's like a very distinct difference like sometimes it is like oh like these are like these easy fodder enemies or whatever but some of them you really have to like fucking go buck wild and like extend combos and stuff because mm -hmm. you get more damage and things like that um so it depends what direction they go with right. on that front um because like there are just like fun beat-em-up games and then there are like if you want to get really good at devil may cry like people the skill ceiling is like on another level like you can fucking go forever and mm. like never reach like a top score or anything um and this looks like that like it looks very much like that what i think is amazing is i didn't mind dmc when they rebooted it mm -hmm. people hated that shit they're like oh this is too edgy and dante doesn't have anime hair and like all, all the other like complaints that they had i liked it I thought it was a fine game, and I thought that they Ninja Theory did a good job in reinventing it in a way that, like, regular-ass humans can play. So you don't think I should play that version, or should I? I play DMC if you're going to play one, but it will not be like this game okay. that is coming out. Because um, that I, I assume know. DMC is more like uh, Bayonetta? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Which is another franchise that I definitely should I, try. Bayonetta's probably, like, in between. Where it's not like the most hardcore thing that's ever existed, but it, it's, it can also be fun and easy. Man, you broke down here, huh? Um, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, uh, we're the talking dog about attack, man. yeah, the demo may cry. I mean, is there really anything else that? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. And 
I can't believe they went back to Devil May Cry 5. Right. Like, I can't believe that the outcry was enough for them to be like, we're going back. And, like, it will be interesting enough to mm. see what that's like, but it also has the same sensibilities as DMC, where, like, it looks like it's trying to be, like, super edgy, but people don't care because Dante looks the same. <laughs> oh, boy. And so that's crazy, <laughs> man. This fucking dog. Uh... So yeah, I think Devil May Cry 5 will be really cool. It comes out in March. People are already all up in arms about the fucking microtransactions, which yes. the remaster of 4 had as well. So maybe people didn't play that or don't remember. What I'm more curious about is they announced like online co-op as well. Oh really? I didn't see that part. So like, some people are speculating like, what if you get to play as like all three and it's like a three player online co-op? You might be able to. Because that would be really cool. All right, sorry. There's gonna be a little bit of a gap there. We had some technical difficulties where my brother's dog came down and was smashing the mic and all kinds of other various things. Yes, it, it was interesting. We'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, just to finish up the Devil May Cry Five thing, I I think that it looks really good. Yes. Uh, like the facial capture, especially, looks like fucking insane. I am curious. What is that? The girl that they keep showing, like. I don't know who she is okay. because it's not Lady or Trish who are the two right. main ladies. Uh, I don't know. Because she, she was in a, in the original trilogy that they showed. Is that true? Yes. I definitely recognize her. Uh, unless that's what Lady looks like now. I guess maybe I don't maybe. pay enough attention. Or maybe she is in four. She might be like Nero's girl there. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about the franchise, but I was just wondering if she was in the others. Yeah, but people are very excited for Devil May Cry Mm -hmm. 5 to be back to its original form and not edgy Dante. Which I don't care. Now he just looks like he's like fucking so old. He looks like he's like 50 years old (laughs) and you're like, man, he's haggard. And uh, people, I think, are going to be very upset that you can't play as Virgil because everybody has a boner for Virgil and I don't really care. But he is definitely in this... The timeline of Devil May Cry is crazy, but at this point, Virgil should be dead because this takes place after Devil May Cry 5-1. And uh, he's definitely not because I believe he cuts off Nero's devil arm. I Never mind. We can't go into the plot of Devil May Cry. I was going to talk about <laughs> how Nero's arm absorbed Virgil's fucking sword and all this shit, but we that nope, too much. Devil May Cry 5 looks cool, though. Yes. I, I was going to ask some questions, but probably yeah. nope, no. Nope. Nope. There's too many. It's like <laughs> one step down from Kingdom Hearts plot. All right. It's next level shit. It gets really weird. Demons, you know? Mm-hmm. Boy. Um, so, so the next is, I guess we'll probably just go in alphabetical order unless there's something that you really want to talk about. Not necessarily. Yeah, so not... the, the Ace Attorney trilogy. So I'm hype about this because I always have, I have these games on the Wii, which is the weirdest way to have these three games. I didn't even know they were on the Wii. I yeah, thought man. they were just 3DS or nah, DS Nah, they games. were DS, but then they re-released them on the Wii. Oh. And so you could use the pointer to select and stuff, but you could still just play with just buttons. So, I really like the Ace Attorney trilogy. I The third game especially. Like, you have to play all three of them to get up to that point and be like, feel really good about it, I think. But I, I'm excited for this. I mean, they really re-released them all for 3DS like a year or two ago. 
um and now they're coming to basically everything on the planet like right. the switch ps4 xbox one steam steam yeah so like it's cool that people will be able to experience this i they are they were also re-released on like android recently so like now you can play them literally anywhere what do you think in your opinion is going to be the best place to play them do you think Switch? Probably Switch, yeah, because like you can like sit down and like undocked on, and yeah, and if you want it on a TV, you could dock it. So that's probably the best way. That's probably how I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would actually have to see what the trophies are like mm-hmm. because I wonder what the fuck that even is. Because there's not like really missable stuff, so it'd just be like you got to this point in the story. And... I mean, I guess that would be going back to what we talked about earlier, where Telltale. It's the easiest platinum you'll ever get. Where yeah. you just it's just like complete chapter whatever. And yeah. So because it isn't so basically this is a point and click adventure game, but there's really no like path like there's only one path you can take. There really basically aren't branching paths. Yeah, and I mean like you don't really like sometimes it will be like show you a room and you have to like move a cursor around to like look at stuff but mm-hmm. like that's the most like adventure it really gets like it's mostly like a visual novel and the real gameplay aspects are you moving around to the diff- various parts of the crime scene to talk to people or find stuff in rooms and then in the trial like you will you find out which statements you have to press uh, for people and then like what where to present evidence how do you know like how to press like is there are there tells? so you, you can you can press there are in apollo justice there are tells and stuff but in the first three there are not okay so like basically you press every statement and then at the end uh his assistant maya will be like oh i think like this is not true or like you get them to explain something and then you realize that you can present evidence to contradict it so then you present the evidence and he says take that and you then if it's you'll lose some health from your health bar if it's wrong or if it's right then it'll go into something else and maybe take you to the next stage of the okay so you can you can you can you can fail yes it's very easy to save scum so usually i will save before i like am like i don't know what to do here i'm gonna save so then i can just try anything and then load does it have that a lot where it's just like i this is kind of bullshit i don't Um, really know i think that if you don't play it all at once it would have that Mm -hmm. um but if you if you have been paying attention to the investigation and the trial so far it's usually pretty easy to see what you need there are some like extreme cases where it's just like how like they're like a weird logic leap that you're like what the fuck so, I mean, it can happen, but, like, right. since it's, like, the easiest thing in the world to look up an FAQ for, if you're stuck, just be, like, oh, it'll just be mm-hmm. literally line after line of, like, press here, press here, present this evidence. Like, it's easy enough to find your way out mm-hmm. if you get lost, so. that's Yeah, I, I am very excited. I, the more people who can play the original Ace Attorney trilogy, the better. Um, I personally am curious to see when they release the second trilogy, because people really didn't like Apollo Justice, and those have way more mechanics like apollo justice really use the ds functions kind of how many trilogies have there been two okay so there was uh so basically they made apollo justice a while after the original trilogy trying to like reboot it sort of with still in the same universe and like phoenix is there and stuff but he's been like disgraced as a lawyer oh and so then it's like trying to focus on apollo but then 
people didn't really like that. And so the fifth one was digital only on the 3DS. And it brought Phoenix back to the forefront while Apollo was still there. And then the one after it, uh, the fuck is it called? I can't even remember what it's called, but it focuses on both of them. Like it splits and it is more like the conclusion of Apollo's story than it is like about Phoenix. So it's basically like Phoenix's trilogy and then Apollo's trilogy, even though they kind of fuck it up in the middle there because people were upset about it. But do you think that kind of ruined the trilogy a little bit or no, like dual destinies is still very good. And it introduces like a lot of characters that I really like. Um, but that one feels, it doesn't feel as cohesive as the original does. Like very much there is like a path directly to the end where they're not necessarily tied together until the end of the third one. And then you're like, oh shit, this rules. Which I was, I was a big fan. Does it feel less like three different games than just one long game that's three acts? Sort of. To me it does now, but that's only if you play to the end of the third one. So like there are multiple cases in each game. And, like, they are standalone, but then you get to the last one, and then somehow they tie together in most cases. Okay. So, it's weird. Right. But I really like Ace Attorney. I can't wait for that to come out. Yes. And then we have the the game that nobody knows anything about. So, the the and new character that they introduced the, with the fucking skull mask? Yes. That's Troy Baker. <laughs> he voices everything. Okay? But then, like, what... He, like, calls his magic skull dog, and then you're, they still don't tell you what fucking, what the gameplay is. Is it a shooter? Is it... Is it a delivery simulator? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's what they made it seem like at E3. I feel like there will be a point where they have to fucking let you know what the game is, but it's Kojima, so they won't. I mean, they will, but the other big thing is, when do you think this game is coming out? Never. Never. I think that this is an imaginary product. <laughs> because it feels like a fever dream whenever I watch a fucking trailer for it, man. How full. Oh, that would be the Kojima thing. He's working on something completely different, and he's just showing this I'm shit I'm telling off. you, man, I still think this is the longest con for Metal Gear ever to be conceived. And some <laughs> character, Troy Baker's character, is going to take off his mask, and it's going to be Snake, and he's going to be like, man, kept you waiting, huh? And it's going to be the new Metal Gear franchise. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I don't know what goes on in Kojima's brain. The two main franchises he had made are Metal Gear Solid and then a fucking mech anime, more or less, with Zone of the Enders. And this is like neither of those, other than that he's crazy and it shows in all of this. Yes. And I, I don't know why I didn't like Metal Gear Solid. I really got to give that another try. I really do like Metal Gear Solid Five. I, I, no, I Five is a lot different, but but I'm saying like I should. I didn't like it, and I don't know why. I should, I really got to give that another try. Yeah, I like the gameplay of Five. The yeah. plot is poo poo. <laughs> but well, it does it doesn't really have one it doesn't have an ending either so well no it does but it's not a good one <laughs> and so i i don't even know what the fuck like yes. what what is death stranding still they keep putting out more trailers no one knows still i can't wait until like they give a release year and until they say like hey this is what this is because now it is getting to the point where I no longer think it's like the most hilarious thing on earth every time a new trailer comes out. It's getting more to the point now where it's like, yeah, we get it. 
your game is batshit crazy and no one knows what's going on but like you gotta you gotta say what the gameplay is see i i was like that last time like i just it last trailer at e3 just kind of broke me where i was just like i don't even care anymore i very much care and i will buy this game regardless of anything i just like i need anything to be to latch on to to be like i want to play this i mean like i will depending on how what exactly it is but like when when i say like i don't care anymore i mean like i don't want any more trailers that basically tell you nothing like i want something man lovely one at e3 told you about the magical time rewinding rain because like that made me like if that's all the game is then i definitely won't play it. oh i will play 100 percent. if it's just like a bunch of fucking obscure cutscenes, i'm way in <laughs> that's like if he could if he could tell me that's what it is mm-hmm. and i would buy it no questions asked because like the plot of metal gear solid goes so fucking off the rails and then literally everything is explained away by like i don't know nano machines man and it like <laughs> is so dumb but like in the most awesome anime way to me this already is that but, like, the connective tissue is just, like, the gameplay, and I don't know what that is. And yes. I never will, apparently, because why would I know? I, I'm I'm going to say it right now. I'm guessing this game doesn't come out till 2021. Oh, almost certainly. I It will be a PS5. <sighs> I That can't be. It has to. They There's no way they would have paid him the amount of money they paid him to. It, it, you're telling me if it comes out in 2021... It's going to be a PS4 and PS5 game? I think this will only be a PS4 game. I think it will come out in 2019. At the end of 2019. You think it's a year away? Yeah, dude. I don't. I I 100%. Because he can't be making these cutscenes on a non-completed thing. And they already had the engine. He has come out and said that it is complete. Where he can play. It's like playable. Well... I don't believe that there's gameplay, so that's a lie. (laughs) Well, I mean, because he would have shown it at this point. I'm sorry, they showed some of it. (laughs) He was carrying a box. Maybe that's all it is. You carry a box to an area, and then a cutscene, and then you carry a box to an area, and another cutscene. At the end of the E3 trailer, he like popped out. He was making a gun, and then they were like, "Oh, cut! Can't show any more than that." It's like just fucking show me what it is. (laughs) All right. So I can't get upset about this anymore. So like God Eater Three, uh, I liked God Eater One a lot. I played the living shit out of it with Nukio, and it was a good PSP game. And that was before I had gotten into Monster Hunter, so it was like anime Monster Hunter, but like distilled down into a form where my small mind could understand. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. And then I played Monster Hunter, and I tried to play God, God Eater 2 with Jumbo and Nukio, and I really did not enjoy it very much. Um, maybe because the way the missions were structured and stuff, and like you had to do single-player missions before you could do multiplayer and all this weird garbage. And like it just didn't ramp up in a way that I could really get behind. Um, and I think God Eater 3 is going to turn out to be the same. I would really like to like it, and I will probably give it a shot. But I think that now, because I am a Monster Hunter fan, mm-hmm. all of these games before that I used to play that were like knockoffs of Monster Hunter, they don't do it for me anymore now that I have had the real deal. Well, not only the real deal, but like God of War, God of War uh, Monster Hunter World is just like the best. Like It's perfect. Yes. It's nearly perfect. So God Eater 3 will probably still feel like weird and kind of archaic like 2 did. Because mm-hmm. it was... F- <sighs> 
the trajectory of God Eater is fucking weird. Like, the first one was on PSP. They re-released it on PS4, but it was, like, barely up res. So it's like you're fucking playing a PSP game on a PS4, and it's like, mm. mm, this doesn't feel great. Yeah. And then 2 was originally a Vita game which didn't come out here, and then when it did come out here, it was a PS4 game, so it's like it's a fucking up-res Vita game. 3 looks like it's built from the ground up for PS4. I didn't look. It might still be for Vita. If it is, that's like the saddest thing I've ever heard. Because I feel like if they made it from the ground up for PS4, it might be what I want. Right. But it's like you can feel that it is like a fucking Vita game. Like, it runs at, like, 60 frames a second. Like, no questions asked. Like, never dips, never anything. And you're like, well, of course, it's a Vita game. Right. It's gonna... My PS4 Pro is gonna blow the shit out of the water. So, I I hope that it is more than it was. And so far, it literally just looks like more God Eater. And there are new, weird, anime-looking characters. And, like, that's cool. Um, I just hope that I like it. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I put that on the list. I don't really care, but I thought I knew oh, you God had Eater. played Geek yeah. God Eater, so I, I was like, I'll put it on the list, and it, maybe Manny will want to talk about it. I am so. very curious to see how it turns out. Yes. Cautiously optimistic. All right, and then this is the best one. All right, the next one we're going to talk about. I This game is going to fucking rule, Matt. I, I, I can't wait. So there's no way that it will actually be called Judge Eyes. Judge's Eyes. Okay, they said in a statement that that will not be the U.S. name. I think they lied. (laughs) I think this will be the U.S. name. Why not? Because they were originally just going to call it Project Judge. Mm. And then they were like, well, no, but in Japan it's called Judge's Eyes. But that's weird to say in English, I feel like. And I... Project Judge sounds pretty good, though. It does, but, like, what the fuck does that mean? That's just what they called the project. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, like, I'd take it. So, like, what this looks like, it started off the trailer, and I was like, man, this seems like it's just, like, Phoenix Wright, but in the Yakuza engine. Like, you go around, you tail people, Mm -hmm. and you, like, gather evidence, and then they were just like, boom, Yakuza combat. (laughs) He's kicking this guy in the face, and I was like, whoa, what happened? And, like... I guess, yeah, the plot is he, like, gets disgraced as a lawyer because Mm. the guy he was defending was like, I was a murderer, and I murdered this guy and this guy. And then he gets, like, disbarred or something, and then he becomes a private investigator. Yes, and... And so it looks like you, like, do weird odd jobs where you, like, tail people, or, like, you know, you gotta find out if they're cheating on their spouse or whatever, (laughs) and all this other stuff. Um... It's it's very strange. Um, yeah, I I mean, there's definitely going to be those missions that it's like tailing and not not a ton of fun, but you know there's going to be some overarching story where he uncovers something big. Yeah, because like that's how basically all private investigator you know story arcs. Well, and go. that's all how yeah, that's how every Yager's oh, story yes. arc goes. So like. I think it's amazing that they were like, man, Yakuza's over. What's the next thing we're making? Oh, it's just Yakuza, <laughs> except he's a detective. Oh, man. Do you think he's going to be, become a detective and then not become a detective? No, so this is what I think. I think detective? in the beginning, he's a lawyer. Mm. And then he's like, I'm out of being a lawyer. But then at the end, he's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. It's the exact same trajectory as Kiryu. <laughs> I can feel it. But like just literally every single second I saw of this game, I was like, I'm so far on board with this thing <laughs> that like it just it looks so dumb yeah. and awesome at the same time. 
Like, it seems like it has that dumb Yakuza charm, but also the, like, insane self-seriousness. Oh, boy. Yeah, they... They... They have perfected the self-seriousness, but not being too serious. Like, Mm -hmm. taking themselves serious the perfect amount, but still having fun with it. I I don't know. It's very hard to walk that line, and they figured it out. Yeah, and, like, because Yakuza did so well, this will definitely come out here. Yes. They've already said that, and, like, that rules. I Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, if this is the kind of stuff that we're getting because Yakuza 0 did well, like, sign me right up. Is this Sega's probably most profitable or best franchise or like uh i probably not um i can't think of what their most profitable franchise would be now because like they bought atlas so persona's pretty popular but not oh, on the level right. of that stuff yes so i say it's got a bunch of shit going on i mean people still buy a lot of sonic games to my dismay so yes like i just don't think of sonic as being like good no, not well. Sonic Mania was good, but no. Well, I mean, like one game out of like a thousand doesn't. Yeah, just... I I don't. I couldn't say they probably I... own some crazy franchise that I'm not thinking of. But do, are they? Do they own 2K or is 2K its own thing? I think 2K is its own thing. Because so. I think it used to be connected somehow. I I'm I'm sure there are. I'm just wondering. This has got to be like one of Sega's bigger studios at least i would say yeah for especially for japanese studios like 100 yes. um so yeah this will be very cool yes. and i can't wait to see more trailers and just weird weirdness it'd be really great if it came out at the same time here as it does in japan but that's not how they have done any yakuza game no and it's i i get it i mean there's a lot of translation and everything so there is but they're not voice acting it so like if it's just text it's not as bad i feel but it will probably take a year after it comes out in japan um which is fine yeah Uh, i'll look forward to it anyways all right so moving on uh jump force jump force yeah now there's a character creator that's sure i i don't know so the the jump force game before this was bad i did not like it at all i tried it because nukio bought it he like imported it and i thought that i was gonna like it and i really very much did not um it's like a virtual on style of gameplay and it just like it's not as dumb and fun as most of the naruto fighting games and stuff uh and it like didn't have a lot of characters that i cared about like it had like one character from like one piece one character from dbz and like one from each of the main things and then like also weird shit like assassination classroom and all these weird animes that people like that i don't um and it was just not great but this it looks a lot better I still don't think I will buy this because I probably won't like it again. But they're throwing all the shit at the wall, man. Now mm-hmm. there's a character creator, so like you can probably do a bunch of weird shit with that. You can like dress up the characters that they do have. And now Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! is in it, so that's something. I don't know. These games I always find to be interesting, and then in practice, they are very bad. Yeah, and I—I I mean, this is just, yeah, this is way outside of your <laughs> this is a your culmin- wheelhouse. This is a culmination of like everything that I just don't have any interest in. Yeah. So, and like I, a new character creator, like for fighting games, like I don't know how I feel about that. I know this isn't like a super serious fighting game, but uh, that's fine. I—I I, I don't know. It's—it's it's interesting, especially because it's weird that they—you you never really get to dress up those characters or anything and like right. give them their own moves. So it's whatever. Yes. 
I, I, I'm taking it as like more like a fighting game, like FGC, no, going online, not, and you're just like, like I, 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 yeah. Nope. No one competitively is going to be playing this at Evo, I'm sure. Disagree. Well, <laughs> I, people are going to be playing this at Evo, and they all need a hug because there will be much better games, I'm sure. Um, and so then, that, I don't really have much to say about that one. Yes. It's, it's interesting. I hope that people who want to play it like it. I will not certainly like it. No. But we probably won't know anybody who gets it unless like Nukio gets it again. Unless he imports it again, which I don't think he will this time. But is wait, is it only coming to Japan? It's not coming to the No, US? it is coming out here too. Oh okay. Um the one before was not announced for the US, so that's why he imported it and then they actually brought it out here, which was crazy. And I think it bombed horrifically. But mm. uh so yeah, then we have the ultimate one. The Kingdom Hearts trailer. And Matt, let me tell you about the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. So I watched the short version at work, and they showed Baymax in San Francisco, and I was like, man, I still have never seen Big Hero 6. I, would, I haven't either. I would very much like to. Apparently it's very good. Apparently we should both Everything it. about it looks really dope, and that world looks really dope. And you're like, oh, cool. They showed this Disney trailer. They held back the second half of the trailer for actual TGS. And that's where they went full Kingdom Hearts on you. <laughs> the Literally, the first half of the trailer is just the Baymax stuff. And then, like, it transitions a little bit to the Frozen world and, like, a little bit of the Tangled world. And then it just pops off full Kingdom Hearts action. Any character you've ever seen in a Kingdom Hearts game, they're there in that trailer. Are they dead? They're there. <laughs> all the dead characters are back everyone is back people are talking about their hearts and the, the darkness a lot it's fucking crazy like if you saw the first half of the trailer you'd be like wow this game looks really cool i can't wait to play it and then you see the second half and you're like never mind i can't play it anymore i feel like the second half of that trailer would literally be like the single deterring force from any regular person who wants to play a kingdom hearts game because like people always ask anytime a sequel comes out can i play this without playing the previous ones right. sometimes you can be like yes and this scenario just like no no you can't i mean you can but you will not give a shit about anything that happens in it. Now, what if you just want to experience the the Disney See, world? See, this is the question I keep getting, and I don't know the answer. I don't know how to answer it because okay. that will be fun. And the basic core gameplay of Kingdom Hearts is fun enough for someone to enjoy that part. But you will get near the end of the game, and that will not be there anymore. Like the the Disney part will be like all but gone. And it will just be you and the Kingdom Hearts crew, and you will be fighting fucking Xehanort or something in the second coming of the Keyblade War. I don't know what's going to happen at the <laughs> end of Kingdom Hearts 3, but it's going to be absolutely batshit crazy. And so I would very much, I don't think you would like Kingdom Hearts at all, but if you did play it, I would love nothing more than to hear your experience having tried three without having tried any of the other ones because, like, oh boy. I'll, I'll try it for that. It just so you it, can... it, is, it is absolutely wild, and, like, as someone who does actually like Kingdom Hearts, even though I think that it's absurd and out of control... I can't wait for this game, man. Right. Like, every trailer they show, I get so much more hype. Like, it looks 
so good. Like, the graphics look too good to be real. The worlds look, like, too big and flushed out to be real. It looks like it's going to be, like, everything that Kingdom Hearts fans actually have been wanting for these years between 2 and 3. And it will finally happen. And that's really cool. I hope, I hope so much that it is actually that good. Because, like, if somehow this game is disappointing, it will be, like, soul-crushing to so many people. Because, like, people grew up with this franchise in a way that, like, even if they had fallen off, like, they will still be really hyped for this. So, like, I hope that it does well for for them. Now, traditionally, I mean, obviously you can't answer for this one, but, like, how big is each world? Like, when you go into, let's say, the Hercules world, how much time do you spend in there? A few hours, usually. Kingdom Hearts 2 was weird because you would be there and then you would leave and go back later for, like, more plot. Okay. Um, but the worlds generally aren't that large overall. Like, it's generally a couple of maps interconnected, and then, like, you'll fight Heartless on the way, and then there'll be a cutscene, and then you'll, like, go back. So you're going through the same areas a lot. It okay. depends on the world completely, but, like, they're not very big. Mm-hmm. Like, this, the what they have shown, they all look, like, fucking huge. Right. Like, in wide open, and, like, you can explore a ton of places, and you get more characters in your team stuff like that so like it just seems like there's a lot more going on and i don't know how they can sustain that now how else how do the teams work as well can you carry over and be like hey i want to bring this frozen chick no so she's just in your party while you're yeah so generally generally the way it works is you are sora donald and goofy that is your team okay but when you go to a world like so let's use the nightmare before christmas world and two for an example you would take out donald or goofy and have Jack Skellington in your party. So you have a three-person mm-hmm. party. This, it looks like you can have a four- or five-person party, so it seems like you always have Donald and Goofy. But, like, they showed uh, in Big Hero 6, you have Hero and Baymax, I believe. Um, and then in the Toy Story world, I think you just had Buzz and someone else. But you, you have more people, basically, either right. four or five people. And that seems really cool. because. But, yeah, generally it's just you're... Sword not on Goofy. I assume you're. It's an RPG where you're leveling up your character. Yep, and they get skills and. Things. Do you also level up, like, uh, uh, do, uh, uh, the two characters, the other two characters? You do. Uh, they level up as well. Um, but they stay on that world, so like you can use them for that world. Usually, they. That's why most people don't recommend you use those characters. Okay. Uh, I mean you can. It's right. Cool. And now it seems like you just have them all by default. So. It's interesting. Okay. So, but do you level up like Donald the entire game? Yep. Okay. Donald and Goofy. But and then do you... skills, you equip them. You do get you lose weapons. them at the end? Nope. You all, they will always be in your party. Well, I can't promise that in this one. Well, yes. yes. They, uh, traditionally, in the first two, they were always I, in your I party. have a sneaking suspicion that you will also get fan favorites, such as Riku and Kairi in your party in this one. But, you know, no promises there. My favorite. I know. I know you love Riku. <laughs> He's your favorite dark boy. A for Axel. Uh, oh, Axel comes in your party, too. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Man, the plot of... Oh, boy. All right, so yeah, Kingdom Hearts looks really sick, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't dumpster it at all. Like, it looks awesome. And they also announced that for the English version, the original cast of Frozen is voicing them. So it's like, that's crazy. The original yeah. cast of Big Hero 6 is doing their voices. And most of the people in Tangled are. I think Mandy Moore was the voice of her Rapunzel. They did not say that she is back, but she also used to voice Kyrie in Kingdom Hearts 
Wollan, I think. Hmm. They changed her voice later. So I don't know if she will come back, but that would be weird because then she would probably voice Kyrie as well. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't say that. But the Frozen one is huge, I think, mm-hmm. uh, because, like, fucking, like, Josh Gad and uh, I don't remember who played Anna. She's very famous. And mm-hmm. then the person who was... Uh, Elsa like that that that's really cool and there were a couple other ones where James Woods has always voiced Hades in every single one so I'm sure he will be back mm-hmm. but the, for the English voice cast that's really good yeah that, I mean that's that's awesome yeah that's crazy so, and you don't have to worry about me not knowing the story I watched Donkey's video okay well you know what now you know you and I know, know everything so. yeah man Donkey's video is sick because you know that he played those games and it touches my heart because he says just enough truth in there that you're like oh fuck there's no way he would have just known this or looked it up and known it top notch (laughs) so i know everything i need to know Mm all right and so we're almost done here i guess this Uh, this will probably be the last one we talk about here uh yes and it's just this little i i don't even know what to say about it it's called the monkey king the trailers really haven't shown much of anything other than it looks like a beat-em-up. And it does, yeah. It doesn't look like a great beat-em-up. No, but it's like a first-party Sony game. Yes. So that's weird. But the weirdest thing is I read that Jackie Chan is going to be the voice actor. Which is cool. I like Jackie Chan and his voice. Yes. I mean, we didn't really hear You didn't hear it at all no. in that last trailer, and we haven't heard it at all. So I don't know if he's going to be the Monkey King or... Like, I just saw the name Jackie Chan was connected. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really kind of curious to see where that's going to go. Because Jackie Chan in more video games would probably be a good thing. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I, it looks like a standard mm-hmm. beat-em-up. Uh, but yeah, something about the graphics it doesn't... It looks like a lot more cartoony. Yes. Like, it looks like it almost should be a TV show or something, which hey, maybe it will be. Uh, well, even like... But even the combat system... It, doesn't look very fluid i don't know like but i don't want it might be early gameplay it, it, uh that gameplay that we watched before was i think like from like a year ago so yeah it, so who knows now uh, yeah i mean it <laughs> games change and games get better i don't want to dunk on a game that i really haven't seen much of anything about yeah, yeah. but it, i don't know i just wanted to kind of mention it because i saw the name jackie chan was connected so yeah. and very quickly they announced dragon quest 11 for switch even though they had announced it before Oh. It'll be called Dragon Quest Eleven S. It is very far out. Right. Uh, probably at least another year for Japan. Um, because in the English version here, they added vo- English voice. The mm. Japanese version had no voice. So they said the S stands for Switch and Speaking. So they will add Japanese voices to the Switch version for them. And I wonder if there will be new content. Because if there is, I'll jump right back in. Wow. Can't wait. Because then you'd have to play the whole game over again. I would. I would do it. Wow. No questions asked. Uh, but so so that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, one thing I will say is I'm so shocked that Capcom did not announce an expansion for Monster Hunter World. Oh. I have been waiting for this because they have been doing their like one monster every couple months or whatever, like their events. I am like very surprised that they did not announce like G rank level quests and like a couple new monsters or something. But maybe they're waiting for Monster Hunter World Plus or something that they can re-release next year like they do with every other Monster Hunter game. They just released the PC version not that long ago. They did. The PC version was, yeah, like two months, September. Two months ago. So, I mean, if they released a G rank, they couldn't release the PC version. Oh, they could do it. Like five, six months later? I would do it. 
I would just right would, off the bat. Would you just buy it on PC the or would you buy it on PlayStation? I would probably buy it on PlayStation because this you can normally just import your character to it so then it's like you don't have to redo all that content and you can just play the G rank and see the new monsters. Okay. Um so yeah, I would do that. Uh Nukio and Jumbo have it on PC. I don't know that my computer can run it properly. Like it can run it, mm-hmm. but like base level shit um so i don't know i'll have to try the benchmark or something i was gonna get it on pc because i told myself i would play it again but then i've been playing dragon quest for like 70 hours and now i don't know that i have time but do you think they would release it again or just do like an expansion i would love they gotta do an expansion i think because i don't think that people will be receptive to the way they sell those games in japan here where it's just the same fucking game the next year but with slightly more in it well that's what i'm thinking and it's not even where it's like slightly more it's just like it's harder difficulties no but it does add more monsters that are only in g rank and it adds new armor levels and all kinds of crazy shit but that just sounds like an expansion that they could release for it does sound like that but everyone ever has they've just released another another one which usually what happens is they just continue doing these companies continue doing what they're doing until they get the the backlash so i guess well but it's weird because here they never did that they only released the ultimate versions that had g rank here for a very long time i believe actually yeah generations was the first one that they did that here with that they put out generations and then they put out generations ultimate it was the first one they ever did that with here because they weren't going to do it right um so i i hope that they don't do that <laughs> because i, I don't want to have to spend another 60 dollars for right. this fucking thing that i already beat but i i would anyways because i like monster Hunter world enough that i would play through again and go to g rank but i still i'm shocked that they did not announce that because that just seems like the kind of thing that they always announce monster hunter stuff at tgs mm-hmm. they did announce monster hunter stories the rpg for 3ds is on android now Oh, so I guess that was their big Monster Hunter announcement, which not a really big no. one. So who knows? Uh, oh, I guess there's also one tiny little bit of news that we didn't talk about, and that was no PlayStation PlayStation experience this year. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they're doing all kinds of stuff. We also forgot to talk about crossplay, which that but, doesn't care. Yeah, who, uh, who cares? cares? Yeah, man, just Fortnite. Uh, but like the the no PlayStation experience, like just talking about TGS, they kind of just reminded me because I usually get super excited about that and then that's not even happening this year so well yeah i've someone tweeted at them recently and was like what about playstation experience and uh someone from the playstation blog was like oh we'll have more news soon and then their news was we're not having it yeah so i i don't know it's very strange but they also don't have anything coming out other than days gone days gone and well they have they have games coming out because they have ghost of Oh, Ghost of Tsushima, but, like, I don't think those games are, like, close to being done. No, I guarantee um, the Naughty Dog game, God, what is, how could I... Last of Us 2? That's that's coming out next year. Yeah, but, like, at the end of the year. You think, because if you look I don't think they can show another trailer for that game. I don't think anyone will give a shit. I think that they have to release that game now. I agree that they, they really, there's nothing else... They don't need any more trailers, but I that game's coming out in the summer of next year, guaranteed. Okay, I mean that would make sense, but I don't think that they would like have PlayStation experience to show Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima, which probably isn't close, or if it is, it's like at the very end, it's the holiday next year, at the very least. 
Days Gone is like a dumpster fire at this point. People, everyone who's seen it says it looks bad. That got delayed again, so they're yes. not going to show that again. And that's it. it. Well, and then they just showed... Uh, well, they just showed Days Gone at TGS, which we didn't even bother talking well, about. Who cares, yeah. And Death Stranding they just showed. So Which they can't... I mean, they could show another Death Stranding trailer, yeah. But the whole thing we just talked mm-hmm. about. So I, I don't think they have a lot that is like worthy of being shown at a playstation no. experience and they probably also don't have a lot of like good third-party announcements as well because either now we're at a weird place in the cycle where either they are going to start gearing up to make next-gen console games or studios are too early along in games because all of the games just dumped at once right. at this point in the season because it's usually like a two-year cycle, so mm-hmm. there wouldn't be that much for them to show. Which I, I get it. It's just yeah. it is a bummer. So, yeah. all right. So with yeah, that, that's... I think we we got it. Yeah, that's it's been that was what thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. We keep episode. going for like two hours. Yeah, I, mean, I never expect it. I, I I kind of at this point I'm planning you know two. Yeah, hours. I guess that makes sense. Which I mean, like if we had a weekly podcast, that'd be an hour. Of, an hour per week or yeah probably so. that and, and that's a pretty standard podcast yeah so. i think so so two hours every two weeks makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah i uh i look forward to talking about mario party next week mario party i'll probably talk about forza a little bit more yeah and then you'll probably continue talking about uh dragon quest dragon quest and maybe a little mega man yeah we'll see I've been catching up on TV shows as well, so I don't know how much gaming I'm going to be doing. I've been watching The League. For two weeks. Oh, really? I should start. I should watch it from the beginning again, because I only got to like the third season when I first watched it. Yeah, it it's not on Netflix, I don't think. I, mm. I, it, I'm watching it on Hulu. Oh, okay. I gotta get... I want to get Hulu again, but I don't want the ads, and I don't want to pay for that. I can just give you my account. We'll see. All right, well, that'll do it for us here. As always, uh, the theme song is Sting Operation by Ana Managuchi. They're really dope. Check them out. We will catch you guys again in two weeks. Peace. Peace.